how many people got up this morning and thought about, gosh, I can't wait to listen to the Rusty Move podcast about gallbladder, but it's just a symptom of what gets out of balance. Welcome back to another Rusty Move podcast. Today, we're going to talk about such an interesting topic, and it's the gallbladder. And so you probably woke up this morning and were like, I can't wait to listen to a podcast on the gallbladder. But if you don't have gallbladder issues or know somebody, I would still hang tight on this podcast because we're going to discuss more of a principle or thinking around the gallbladder specifically, but it can apply to any operation, surgery, uh, from the context. So today we're going to talk about eating for a healthy gallbladder, how we can prevent and treat gallstones and you know, I think you'll hear from my father in a second. We really have some personal ties to this and also some hope and optimism that we don't have to yank out as many gallbladders each year that we're doing in our country. So, Dad, welcome to the podcast. Are you excited to talk about the gallbladder? Well, I think you teed it up just correctly. I mean, how many people got up this morning and thought about, gosh, I can't wait to the, I listen to the Rusty Move podcast about gallbladder, but as we're going to branch into, it's just a symptom of what's going on what gets out of balance. And a big part of that is, you know, growing up for me, I'll turn 66 in basically uh, almost a month, but everybody got their tonsils out. And I was always upset that both my brother and sister got their tonsils out and they got to eat ice cream and whatever. I wanted my tonsils out so I could spend a day in the <laughs> hospital or so, get my tonsils out. So get the laughing gas, get the... Every, you know, many kids in your schools and everything else. So then we realized the tonsils are really important for the immune system. Stop yanking them out. And so you don't hear much about kids getting their tonsils out today because we realize it's such an important organ, basically, for the immune system. So now that cross- Kind of the first catch, isn't it? Yeah, now it's we're crossing at the gallbladder. And to me, it's the same thinking that I have when I have people that have you know gallstones or gallbladder issues or whatever. I'm like, wait a minute, we're not taking that out unless it's the last resort. Because it has a function. So when we're talking about the gallbladder, you're talking about the tonsils. Today we're going to talk about the gut, which the gallbladder is a part of, the tonsils are part of, anything from the mouth out of the body. You're going to talk about the bulls. We're going to talk about how to think about it, how to talk about it. But let's let's begin today with just giving the listeners an idea of where this thing's located in the body. Where's the gallbladder and, and kind of what what its main purpose is? So it's located in the upper abdominal, right side of the abdominal area, and it's it's shaped like a pear, so it's kind of up. It's a pouch-like organ, kind of the definition. Yeah, and really the bottom line, it helps emulsify fat. So it helps to break down fat. So when it gets into the small intestines, it allows it to be broken down and absorbed. So it creates this bile, this bile, this juice. This helps to really break down fat and food and, and help things be eliminated or absorbed or broken down. And, and if you really, again, the listeners don't need to hear about this, but... When you really think about, it's like, as a kid, you didn't really deal with this, but we had a game called Mousetrap. And as likes Mousetrap. Yeah, Mousetrap. Just can't ever find the little... So everything's connected. So when you do anything in the body, all these organs, they're all doing their deal. They're all working their stuff. It's like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Everything has a purpose. And if it doesn't do its purpose, then something else has to work harder. And I think that's our message today is that they're all important, you know, whether it's the pancreas or the appendix, appendix the tonsils. or tonsils, they're all having a... Now, if there's something that gets really bad, 
then you know surgically that might be an option, but that's the conversation today. Yeah, so let's let's talk about a couple of things. So um, you have this gallbladder, and this gallbladder produces bile. The bile helps to break down fat. So initially, right off the bat, let's not jump over this. When you have gallbladder issues, and or leads to gallbladder removal, we're gonna have a we're gonna have trouble breaking down fat. Correct. And so let's go right to the listeners. Let's get right to the juice today. What will that cause down the road? So let's just say gallstones, inflammation, things are blocked up. The surgeon says it's time to remove it. Let's talk 10 years from when a gallbladder is removed. Well, the big thing right away is the liver has to work really hard because now the liver's not, job wasn't to emulsify and break down fat, but now that's it, can. it can. But that's, that's the beautiful thing about the human body. You have whether it's collateral circulation for the heart or you have the liver working harder for the gallbladder. So now you're putting more stress in the, the liver. Number two, you put lots of stress in the pancreas. In many cases, when people remove their gallbladder, they're going to have type 2 diabetes in 10 years. So I remember I was speaking in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and one of the questions was about gallbladder. And I just said, you know, kind of nonchalantly that, you know, just be aware that your body needs the gallbladder. And many times when people get the gallbladder removed, you have type 2 diabetes. And this woman raised her hand, stood up and said, it's almost 10 years and now I have type 2 diabetes. So that's the challenge because now the pancreas, which helps to control glucagon and insulin and all these wonderful things to keep the, you know, our glucose in line. Now the al- now the alignment's off for that. Now that now that has to work hard, and now it gets burned out, and you can see how this starts to roll. All right, so this is where the disclaimer comes in. Some people may be listening have had their gallbladder removed. You're not going to put it back in. We can't go back. We're not trying to tell people what they did was necessarily wrong. We're trying to just give some optimization. And so wherever you're at, if you don't have a gallbladder, how can we make it better? How can we make the body, the bulls work more efficiently to not put as much pressure? If you currently have gallstones and starting to go down that path, okay, we're going to have that conversation. Or if you have a healthy gallbladder, how do we keep that gallbladder? Or, I think or, that's the main emphasis is wherever you are, how do we all can make it better? That's the key. You can't. You can't really rev- go backwards. And one of the things you just said real quickly is the bulls, B-U-L-L-S. That's how the body eliminates. Yes, yeah, so break that down. That's your bowel. So you should have a bowel movement, you know, one to three times a day. should look like a soft banana. Your urine, Matthew Cross used to always talk about that. Your urine should look like car- Chardonnay. It's not too clear, but not dark at all. should have this a little tin of a color. And then from there, you go to the lungs. So now we're doing diaphragmatic breathing and eliminating that way. Then we have the lymphatic system, which is we're using your arms, mini trampoline, maybe doing some soft tissue massage because that's really good or getting a massage. Try not to use aluminum deodorant and yep. things that block the yep. lymph. Not blocking the lymph. And then last but not least is your skin. So that's how the body eliminates. So if the body's not eliminating, then we create toxicity and that toxicity could lead to a lot of things, including gallstones. Yeah, and so, you know, I think the interesting thing to me is I learned about bulls. You talk about bulls a lot. Probably one of your favorite kind of ways to illustrate that, and it kind of hits people like, why are we talking about this? This is it's kind of gross, kind of weird. I mean, your gut is your most important part, almost of like thriving and surviving. You need to eat food, and you need to break that food down, and you need to eliminate that food. It creates toxicity. Cancer's rampant. Diseases off the charts. You talk about the lungs, COVID and the immune system and stress, you know, think about stress and the inability to clear the lungs when you're stressed. So the bulls are so critically important and it comes back again to this gallbladder of 
if I'm not give, producing the right amount of bile, I'm probably not going to have a good bowel movement. Correct. If I'm not having a good bowel movement or if I'm not eliminating toxicity, I'm probably going to get that sewage system clogged up and potentially it could happen in the gallbladder. Yeah. One of the first questions when I train people privately, I ask them, tell me about your bowel movement. They've never been asked that. I've had women, I've had men. I had one woman years ago, she eliminates twice a week, thinks it's, it's normal for her. She never really thought about it. So, so again, you can see what, what's, what's normal. If you have, you know, like I look at Floyd or Boji, our dogs, if they don't have a bowel once or twice a day, every day, they're going to the, they're going to the vet. Yeah. Or they ate. But as sock. But, or they ate Boji ate a sock. So, but that's the challenge out there. If you have issues with your gallbladder or whatever it might be, you step back and say, how can I make it better? How can I have better elimination? How can I, that's, that's really the conversation today because whether it's gout or acid reflux or, you know, gallstones, the body is out of balance. So let's, let's tell the listeners a story about one of our favorite people, Don Miller, who worked for us for 10 plus years, 15 years. 15. So when you first met Don and she first started working, she had gallstones. And so take the listeners on her story to give the listeners a real practical anecdote of what we've seen. Well, Don. You know, she was the first person that came on board with Ontario Living before you did, but she was the first person I hired. And she was, you know, Dawn was amazing. She's a wonderful human being and we love her energy. And uh, she's now a, a counselor in mental health. And she's, in fact, she's in a perfect space for her world. But way back in the day when she first came in, she kind of had a feeling what we did, but then she started learning. And then we sat down one day and she was telling me that she has all this pain in her. And then she went to see the doctor. Doctor says, you have gallstones. You're going to have to have, you know, your gallbladder removed. And, and so she came to see me and said, what do you think? And I said, well, you know, surgery is always a possibility. But to me, in my world, that's kind of the last resort. Let's do this. Let's, let's start making some changes. Let's drink less coffee. Let's do this and that. And I said, let's take it one at a time. Now, if it's so, your pain's so excruciating, then yes, you know, maybe we yeah. go to the next level. But she was told by the surgeon by her primary care doctor, you know, this is, you have no other option. In fact, the surgeon said to her, if, you know, I'm going to do work on this. And the surgeon says, if this works, why don't you come back and we'll write a book together? And that was just tongue in cheek. He's being, you know, he's being an idiot. So basically she changed her diet. She changed this. She had no problems. And 15, 16 years later, she has her solid attack and she's completely. Now tell the listeners, it took, I think, from my understanding, it took a good year, but she didn't have pain to a point where it- Yeah, she was having less and less pain, but then over time, just yeah, all of a sudden- Again, back to slowly elimination, detoxification. Drinking more water, more eating water. More, more food, more regular. You know, yeah, you're just cleaning up the diet. And that's how, that's the beautiful thing about that body, because you said it right at the beginning, as the gut gets healthy, everything rolls. So it begins in the mouth through the anus, 30 foot to 40 foot pipe. As that gut gets healthier, including the small intestines, large intestines, the spleen, the gallbladder, they all work as a team. And so when the body starts cleaning up, you might have gallstones, but you also probably have other areas. You know, people say they have bypass surgery and my arteries are all clean. You're not, arteries are not all clean. <laughs> Just, Just right in that, that space, right? Well, it's interesting. I picked up some food at a restaurant yesterday and I walked in and they said, dining room's closed. You can get takeout. Probably should have walked out at that point. It turned out to be fine, but they had a clogged uh, pipe. 
just after years, it's an old building, calcification in the pipe. And it would have probably cost $200,000, $300,000 to remove the whole pipe. So what they had to do is they had to drill in the middle of the pipe so that they could scope it in a couple different directions. And it's the same type of thing as what's the least invasive, quickest way to get us back to operational. It, a pipe is a pipe, but the best thing probably to do is to replace the pipe. Can't afford it. As a human, it's not real possible to replace everything. It's it's becoming more possible. Gallbladder at this point, yep. you can't replace it. And in the human body, we're not machines. I don't think replacement is ever going to be the best as, unless you had a genetic issue as good as was created. And so the key is then what if we use the body and its ability to heal itself, self-correct? That's what we're talking about today. That's what we have an opportunity to do. Here's a couple interesting stats. You had me look a couple of things up. So um, I can't even pronounce the technical definition definition for gallbladder removal. It's like uh, cholecystomias or something weird. Doesn't matter. It's I, gallbladder removal. Gallbladder removal. Well, 20 million people have gallstones in the United States each year. 20 million. 20 million. From that 20 million, 1.2 million per year are removed in the United States. 1.2 million are their gallbladders removed? Removed in the United States. Now here's- 2 million. 1.2 million. Now there's 300 and some million people, but think about, you're probably not going to have your gallbladder removed under the age of 18. You're probably not necessarily going to have your gallbladder removed over the age of, you know, 70, 75, 80. You know, it's a pretty invasive operation. And so that chunk in the middle, I mean, that's a lot of people. It's a, you know, probably six to 7% of people in that, that are in that range. So what's the cost? The cost is, can be anywhere between $3,000 and $6,000 per surgery. And so just let's do averages. Gallbladder removal surgeries cost $5,400,000,000 each year. $5,400,000,000. Dawn's a great example of never going to be able to clear up her gallstones unless she has it operated. She did a couple things and now she's, you know, still has her gallbladder and everything else, you know, we hope we're not inside her body is operating better because. Yeah. So again, if you fat, you know, if you go back in time, where would she be in today? Where would she be in 10 years or 15 years from now? That's the tough part about prevention. You don't, you can't say what it is. And the other thing too, she did is she did the work. Did the work. She did the work. Took some time. Yep, took some time. Had to go through some pain. And then had to trust the process. So let's go through that process uh, and take them, we'll take them through kind of a journey of what they need to do, the actual executables and why those executables work to clean up the, the gallbladder. I mean, one of the greatest ways to eliminate, we all know, is water. So hydration is always the beginning. You know, it reminds me, uh, kidney stones are very common. Gall stones, maybe people think in, they're completely different. But it's probably the same procedure and process. Your pH is out of balance. Yeah. So let's get your pH more alkaline. So we'll talk with hydration. So hydration. On top of that, here comes the lemons. So lemons are very alkalizing by digestion. Now, here's here's an interesting thing. As you go on the internet, and internet can solve every problem, right? You just Google it. There's, I would say, hundreds of products that are called gallstone blasters or natural cleanses, anywhere from 40 to $100 books and processes. You just look at the ingredients. It's what we're going to talk about here in a second. It's synthetic lemon, it's apple cider vinegar, it's olive oil. But we're going to take about 
how to do this in really a easy anybody can easy doesn't cost hardly anything maybe not easy but simple simple yeah a hydration lemons trying to get that ph more alkaline yep number two you're going to bring chlorophyll to the party so anything anything, anything green or, anything green that could be you know bok choy broccoli asparagus you know all sorts of different types of leafy greens and so what what does that do for you from a gut standpoint from a ph standpoint specifically so that's why we're so a big fans of spirulina chlorella frozen wheatgrass because now you're dumping lots of chlorophyll in your body but you're also dumping nucleic acid minerals all these wonderful things in the body but really the bottom line for chlorophyll is it's detoxifying it's cleansing so it's really like now now you're creating this really good you know garden in the gut you kind of you always illustrate like scrubbing bubbles. It's really helping to clean up the. It's to clean things up. Yeah. So if, imagine if you have a toxic, you know, stream or a lake. What would you do to get that up? And a big part of keeping the body really clean is minerals. That's why we're a big fan of of wheatgrass because of the the natural minerals in that. Not synthetic minerals. Natural. No, we're not asking you to take calcium. We're not asking you to take you know potassium. We're just getting the real food. Also, here comes now your healthy fats. So you get the water, you got the chlorophyll, now here comes your healthy fats. And that could be, here comes extra virgin olive oil, that's coconut, which is a saturated fat. So now we're bringing really healthy fats into the gut. That's what we did with Dawn. And so almonds, avocados. How many people are deficient in just, you know, we talk about deficiency 95% omega-3s, but... Just healthy fats in general. Healthy fats in general. People just are not. So if, if a typical diet is, you know, you're eating, trying to eat healthier, but it's out of a package, it's out of a box, you're not going to get extra virgin olive oil. You're not going to get virgin coconut oil. You're not going to get omega-3s. Yeah, you're getting these. So now here comes the cod liver oil. Again, you know, I had a group in Chicago I was speaking to, and they said, what kind of cod liver oil would you recommend? I go, you know, Kristen was in the audience, and I said, ours. I mean, because that's why we so adamant about it. But flax is another really good one. I mean, flax is so good to detox the body because it's super, it's the highest source of fiber. So you just get your, you know, we sell them, but you can get them anywhere. You just get flax seeds to grind enough up for a couple of weeks. And I recommend, you know, two to three servings a week of one to two tablespoons. It's great for the gallbladder. It's great for the gut and it's great high levels of omega-3 and fibers. So so let's talk inflammation. So let, let's paint this picture. You, you get inflammation happening in a gallbladder. That's where people start to have pain. It's inflamed. It's blocked. There's 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 heat. It's swelling. It's yeah, absolutely. So inflammation we know leads to a lot of problems. When we're talking about omega three specifically, one of the biggest benefits of healthy fats is to reduce and minimize inflammation. Also, talk to the listeners about pH and how that has a role on inflammation. So when you think of the human body, you know, we, we talk about the three principles, the cell, the pH, and the source. But when you think about pH, as your body gets more acidic, acid equals inflammation. So a lot of the diets out there today are very, you're going to lose weight, but it's you're very acidic. So a big part of carbohydrates and fats and working all together creates more of a, a healthier gut or more alkaline gut. And that's a big part of that. So again, you want to have these healthy fats, but you also want to make your gut very alkaline. That's eating, you know, the next thing, I'm going to get ahead of myself a little bit here, but once they get the healthy fats, I'm a big fan of pumpkin seeds, Brazil nuts. Those are your omega-6 fats now. And now we covered all the grounds, all the hormones, helps with inflammation, all the stuff that some of these healthy fats do. And then, and then from there you move into... So what's four? 
now you're getting into the pre-pro and symbiotic foods. And and again, we're talking about foods. We're not talking about a pill. We're talking about foods. And one of the greatest ones I've mentioned already is lemon. Ginger's another one. Potatoes, you know, bananas, but apples are gold. Apples. So apples are gold for the gut. They're great for the gallbladder. What if someone came into your, let's just say for a second, you're, you have a day of being a surgeon and they come in and they want you to fix them today. You say, you know what I want you to do? I want you to eat apples. Why is that so unusual versus, sure, we can we can schedule this six months out or we'll re- remove it. Why is that unusual? Unusual mean how the apple's going to help you? Yeah. It's almost so simple and so common sense that it, it doesn't make any sense. Well, we're a big fan of not eliminate, getting rid of stuff, but when you start putting good stuff in the body, you start pushing out the crap. Yeah. And so when the crap starts going away, we even talked about the crap, get rid of the crap. Well, it's to me, the amount of people that are eating whole fruits for many reasons, right. like for the reason that they think that's the worst thing you can put in the body to the reason that it's too hard. I don't like the taste. It's too much. Well, most people that have gallbladder issues. They're too acidic. 20 million. And if you have, if you're too acidic, again, you got to ask the question, what's causing these things to create these stones? So whether it's kidney stones or gallbladder, you know, gallstones, whatever it might be, but there's a pH imbalance. So the key is, is how do you make that go away? Well, you got to eat fruit and you got to eat real food, especially real carbohydrates. When you take carbohydrates out of the body, you upset the the natural ecology of the gut. So that's where here comes the fruits, the berries. You know, you're not going to overdo apples. You're not going to eat apples, right? And potatoes and cacao nibs and coconut, you know, real sauerkraut pickles, always buy them in the refrigerated section. So now I'm eating live foods that make, you know, there's a prebiotic, probiotic, and a symbiotic. And now this garden starts to grow and flourish. And now the garden and now the weeds and the working the pests are away. Your body's eliminated, it's cleansing correctly. And now the waterfall, it's interesting when we turn our waterfall on at our house. You know, when I first turned it on, the kids were over last, and it's very muddy. <laughs> it's very muddy when it first gets going. But then as soon as it gets going, the water's completely pristine, it's clear. It's because now everything's moving. Settles. And it's no different than in the gut. That's why we're a big fan of the work in the lymphatics. Things staying in, in one spot, not a good idea. And so so once you start getting the water and the healthy fats and the you know healthy, good stuff to make your body more alkaline, then from there we create movement. And there's nothing better for gallstones than twisting. So if you're trying to create better, you know, you just add some twisting movements, work your arms, lymphatic system, mini trampoline, or maybe even do pressure point massages into, you know, the, the stomach area. You could go the lower, you go to the middle, the upper. These are all ways to kind of stimulate that digestive process. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, you know, today is about, we're talking about diet, but again, you just can't, that's why the rest of you move is so, uh, so us, because you can't, if you're not moving, you're not eliminating, period. So I don't care how good you eat. Well, if you don't move your body, that body so kind of has- So to have a bowel movement, what are you going to do? Well, he's got to run. He's got to go outside. Every time you take him on a walk, yeah, you have a bowel movement. Of course. So why do we think that? I'm playing video games all day, or I'm sitting at my computer, and I, again, it's it's so common sense. I mean, you think about that piping you just talked about, 30 feet, yeah. 40 feet, and then you're just going to put a kink in it because you're sitting. Mm-hmm. That kink is going to bog things up, and it's going to slow it down, and next thing you know- So if anybody out there has issues with their foul, kind of what we're talking about today, 
but do some pressure point stuff and massage it. And, and then you get into some movement and some twisting. Twisting, mini trampolines, yeah. This is like, it's like, it's like your pipe is clogged and you're pushing that stuff out. And that's called, you get into the lymphatic system. Everything's working together. That's why we're such a huge fan of massages or Epsom salt baths or all these things. They all help that lymphatic flow. So, so again, we always step back and say, okay, the body's talking back. Are we listening? Versus, oh, I'm just going to take this and break this up or whatever. You don't need any crazy cleanses. You just need to start really systematically working on how does the body eliminate. So as, you know, we got right to the part of it. It's a huge problem. It's, would you say 5 billion, 400 million? It's costing 5 billion. So I don't know. That's a amount of money that not everybody this is going to work for. They might be too far gone. There might be some genetic things. But, but even though you're too far gone, I always tell people we're all dealt a hand and you do the best you can. And not, every, not all the time it's fair. There's no doubt about it. But wherever you are, all this stuff's going to make a little difference on how you feel. And a big part of this is is where prevention is like, we don't want you to have some of these issues. If you do have them, this is going to help. But we also, if you don't have them, this is going to help. And so if you don't have a gallbladder, these same things are Absolutely. going to make that liver be more efficient at creating that bile so that it's not working as hard and we can't put the gallbladder back. I mean, can you imagine every day you're just putting complete garbage in your body? Your body's going to go, what's going on? Why Why is this person doing this to me? I always think about this sometimes. I'm drinking energy drinks. I'm drinking way too much caffeine, too much alcohol, processed foods. I don't move. I sit too much. You can see how the stress is high. Don't sleep. After a while, I'm okay. Something's going to happen. All right. So as we wrap up, any final thoughts? And then I'll close it down. I think the big thing is we're talking about the gallbladder today. But that could be gout, that could be acid reflux, that could be anything that has to do with digestion that's compromised. Digestion's a big deal. It's a big deal. And if, again, anybody, that would next time you go to the grocery store, just walk down the digestive aisles and take a look. <laughs> because it's a multi, multi-billion dollar industry because we don't get it. It's not that hard. I mean, it's it's simple. We need to help these lifestyles. But gallstones, gallbladder... That's a symptom of, you know, something's out of balance. So it's like the movie Tommy Boy where the he's talking about the guarantee. Yeah. Put the guarantee on the box. We're not going to put the guarantee on the box today. But if you have a problem, if you feel like ah, this resonated today or you want to learn more information, we're real people here. Shoot us an email, info at OntarioLiving.com, and we will get you connected or give you some some tips or some tricks or yeah, I don't think, I think people just really need to realize that as we talk about that, people have the power. And once they feel like they have the power and a plan, that's exciting. Power and a plan. You got to have a plan. You got to, you got to realize that you have the power and you, you look at the gallbladder or you look at any of these issues and you say, okay, we got to have that optimism of what's possible. And we shared with you one story. I'm pretty confident if you follow this process, most people are going to get a good outcome. And the worst possible outcome, this is the craziest part, is that you're going to feel better. You may you may still down the road maybe have to have your gallbladder removed. We can't control that. We're not your surgeon. We're not your doctor. If you follow this thing, this process here, you will feel better. I can guarantee you that 100% of the time. No doubt about it. So we'll see you again next time. Any topics, ideas, thoughts? We're always here to take suggestions. Have a great week. We'll see you again next time.